Hey, what's up guys? It's your girl Rowdy. We're back with another episode of Lip Service. I'm here with my producer, Sharonda, aka Gunshy. We've got a very controversial episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the Divine Feminine, the Divine Masculine. Um, so, let's just get into it. Gunshy's here sitting next to me. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine today. Um, lots to talk about. Just coming from our, our perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. And if you're, we're in my pyramid again. Let me just say that. I say this every time. So you guys can check us out um, on video as well as on audio. Um, we're in my pyramid with all of our lovely surroundings. Hendrix in the background behind Sharonda's head. Oh, twice. Yeah, you, they can't see up there, but oh. yep. And then we also have who? My fave? Hitchcock. Hitch is back there side-eyeing us and our nonsense. You guys can kind of see my candles and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And I got these amazing I never affirmator cards. Anyway, and, I and digress. And you're wearing a, a bird shirt, right? Speaking of Hitchcock. No. Oh, wait, no. This that's, is Edie Sedgwick. That's Edie Sedgwick. <laughs> I, I should know that. Yeah? Um, anyway, okay, so let's get this shit started. What right. are we talking about today? We are talking about the divine feminine and divine masculine. Um, before we go into that, it should be said that, and I'm sure you heard um, Roddy here mention it plenty of times, that we tend to come from very different points of views when it comes to... Why you gotta do a setup? Let's just get into it. <laughs> She's trying to do a disclosure, y'all. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Then you don't need to prep them, prep the audience. Let's just go. I mean, they're gonna take what it take from it what they want. They're gonna like that's true. what they want. They may like what I say. They may not. They may like what you say. They may not. All right. That's the point of the podcast. All right, Get all people right. thinking. I just right. have all the questions. You gonna make you think. She all right. Sure, she sure is, right? Okay, so then. <laughs> all right, so let's just get into it. What is the divine feminine and the divine masculine? What is its origins? Um, so from one Aquarian, no, just kidding. Um, so for for me, the divine feminine and the divine masculine is grounded in spirituality. So I look at it on a spirit from a spiritual perspective, not from an earthly perspective gender perspective because on the earth plane here labels and roles genders male and female and male are so constricting and so confining right it's it's a label and really i believe that the divine feminine and the divine masculine reside in both genders and so the divine feminine um from my viewpoint from my understanding of what I've read, what I've studied about it, what I've meditated on about it. The divine feminine is the more free-flowing energy. Um, it's not constrained. It's basically it's unpredictable. Predictable. It can move through situations as they come. It flows. It's intuition. It's empathy. It's creativity. All of that. Um, and in contrast, the divine masculine from my perspective and understanding is more structured. 
um, the, the decisions would be based on knowledge, um, it's strength, willpower, um, things like that. And they both complement each other. Um, and imagine if they work together, right? If we were able to figure out how to get them to work together, how wonderful things would be within ourselves and within society. I mean, again, we, right, it was, I think both resides in, in man, woman. No, no, I'm, I'm really glad you said that because I think, um, like you said, we're uh, a world of labels, we're a world of people putting each other in roles. And I think it's very important for you to say that both of those reside with, and it's not gender based, it's just really two halves of the same whole. I, I found it interesting. Good way of putting it. <laughs> when you were describing it, um, I feel like I'm probably a little bit more on the divine masculine side. Cause I tend Do to be, you? I'm very structured. Oh yeah. I'm very structured. I'm very logical. I am very unmovable in my ways. Um, I, I don't feel, I don't like change. I never thought about like, that. Yeah. So that's, so it's, I think it's very interesting to say that because I, especially how much you hate men. <laughs> Well, see, that's, that's telling. That's interesting. It's very interesting because, and maybe it's because of, of uh, competing energy. I don't know. Sidebar, but, she doesn't hate men. She just bashes them. But she doesn't hate them, but she bashes them. No, I don't hate. I don't hate anyone. Well, I hate two people, but they're not male. Um, no, <laughs> I'm joking. But, um, but I, I find that very telling because I do, based on that, um, it's kind of a realization for me because I lead, I lead with masculine energy. I am I am not the free flowing person. That's just not who I am. You know what's funny? Because I tend to have a a self-assuredness, um, a confidence that I lead with in situations. I lead with, with a sense of self-assuredness. Like I know who I am. I don't care what other people think. Um, some people on site think that I lead, that I have a very masculine energy. Big, and that big I energy. Never, right. <laughs> And that's interesting because I, when I think about my definition of the divine masculine and the divine feminine, I think my femi my divine yeah. feminine takes the lead in how I move through the world. Um, I'm quite unpredictable. Mm -hmm. You never know which way I'm going to go with something. Um, but I also think, especially since I've been meditating and all of that, I have a good, healthy balance. I do a good, I do try very hard to balance the two because I'm always seeking knowledge. One thing I will never do is stop seeking knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, but the interesting thing is with that knowledge, I don't use it per se to make decisions and decide on a path to structure my life. I just, which is very feminine in that, I just go with the flow. So that's quite interesting. But people would think, oh, she's real, has a real masculine energy about how she portrays herself or how I fit because I work by the way in my day job in an environment full of men and so I've learned to be more assertive I've learned to be confident more confident in my opinions in my stance um so that I'm able to move effectively with the rest of the masculine energy that's out there mm -hmm. I think it's crazy because I definitely based on that again 
from what I know of you, I definitely think you lead more so with the feminine energy. And it's crazy because I think as far as the knowledge seeking, I find that when I seek knowledge, it is to more so, this is horrible, I'm going to admit this. When I seek knowledge, it's more so to be right. It's not necessarily, <laughs> it's not, no, seriously. It's not, I agree with her. No, I, I agree 100%. Yeah, when I seek knowledge, it's to be right. It's not to, um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not for growth. It's not to... Don't um, admit that. No, I mean, no I'm being completely kidding. honest. It's not yeah. for growth. It's not to better myself. It's not even to better anything else. It's to be right in a situation. And I do find that to be very much of um, masculine? A, a masculine thing. Oh, well, that's where we differ, folks. <laughs> no, yeah, because I always am seeking knowledge and not to be right. It's just to... Because usually... When I learn something, I have more questions. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just constantly seeking knowledge, more and more and more knowledge. The more I can and can learn, the more I question about everything. So that's interesting. Yeah. No, it really is. And so my my her male bashing comment is it's really interesting. Like I said, I don't, you know. Would they say birds of a feather? I don't know. We don't flock together. We don't flock together. <laughs> but I don't bash any yeah any gender on this earthly plane. Let's just say that because in the spiritual world, it's my belief that there is no such thing as gender. Mm -hmm. We're all just orbs of light floating around, being of one collective consciousness. That's my thought process on it. And so when we have this earthly experience. We get into a body, a shell, whatever you want to call it, where we are man or woman, mm -hmm. male, female, whatever. Um, and then we have this human experience in this body. Yeah. I And I will say, like, I don't, I, I just, I don't like bad behavior, period. So I, but I'm probably a lot more vocal about it in, in men. They know probably I am much more vocal about it when it comes to guys. But I, I do, I think rude is rude. I think people who are rude just for the sake of being rude are assholes. Um, so, um, yeah, and, but I do, I'm much more vocal about it when it comes to guys, but yeah, I've seen, um, my equal share of, of women who are doing like the same thing. That's true. Um, she just don't call them out. I just don't call them so, out as much because I feel like, I feel like I'm betraying. I do. And that's, the, and that's part of it. I feel like I'm betraying. So for me to you're betraying out, your sex, I do see that's the problem mm -hmm. though. That's why we need to figure out how to uplift both of the sexes here on this earthly plane because I really do feel like we will never ever be able to fix this nasty mess that we've gotten ourselves into without working together. You need the divine masculine, you need the divine feminine to work together equally. Like I really don't feel like one is more important than the other at all i think that they were meant to coexist in unison like that means the same thing coexist in unison but yeah they're supposed to coexist equally like that is i firmly believe that well i well and i think too i'm having like an awakening and you guys are watching it live um <laughs> or hearing it live no i i think First, though, it has to be within yourself. Because, I, quite honestly, until I embrace more of the other side, 
I'm still gonna bash. Oh, ain't a light. Look at that. That was uh, the <laughs> universe being like, pal. Yeah, and that's and that's the truth though. The universe just tapped her hand and was like, bitch, quit bashing. Yes, yeah, so I, I. Bitch, don't bash. BDB. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes the universe taps on us. Yeah. We all just need to work together. But anyway. Yeah, but okay, so if it works so well though. I would hope it works. Yeah. If it works so well, like, I know we've talked a lot about how um, that's how it was, like, in the ancient times and everything like that. So, yeah. Ancient civilizations, and my, one of my favorites, ancient Egypt. Um, there was a time in ancient Egypt where um, you had Pharaoh and his wife were co-regents. One ruled Upper Egypt, one ruled Lower Egypt. They were equals. Um, one was not more important than the other. Um, there was no patriarchy or matriarchy. They coexisted and ruled together. I think the ancient Egyptians understood the importance of balance, something that was that we've lost. Um, I think that what's great about the ancient Egyptian culture too is like when you look at pictures, I'll just hit my hand on my... Pyramid. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you think about ancient Egyptian culture, and you think about like you look at hieroglyphs, pictures, and depictions of like Pharaoh or men in ancient Egypt, how they're always garbed very beautifully. They were eyeliner, headdresses, beautiful, um, what we would call skirts. I don't think they probably call them that, but and it was nothing what we today would call feminine about no. it. Um, it was a beautiful representation. Of the divine feminine outwardly in their they recognized it they acknowledged it they respected it and knew that the divine feminine was just as important as the divine masculine and i feel like they carried the two together equally and it worked for so long until the greeks and the romans and all of them came over and brought in their patriarchal bs which they did i mean it existed then it exists today they did a lot of destroying and t stamping down of the divine feminine um a lot of cultures have completely done away with the you know the female goddesses all of the things that represent the divine feminine and the importance of the divine feminine because it, it is extremely important that it is prevalent and in today's society, it's not. So I'm clear, you know, that the, the world we live in is very patriarchal. It's very male dominant, dominant, very masculine, very heavily dominated by the, by the masculine. And I don't even know if it's divine <laughs> at this point. But I think that when we figure out how to marry the two and get them back on equal footing is when we start to move forward and progress and make the world a better place to live in. Yeah, it's crazy because I'm, you know, when you think about how you're saying how like the Romans and the, the Greeks came over and they changed everything, I think about how in almost every culture, you know, not just here in Western civilization, um, and other civilizations as well, how there really has been this global thing, global theme of... Get your head in the picture. Of, um, <laughs> of really, I guess the best way to say it is like just tearing down the female's contribution to making mm -hmm. sure they were beneath and that is crazy for me because quite honestly i feel like 
for it to be that wide swept, for it to be that huge, and I always feel that's founded in fear because mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of masculine and like like Tracy said, I even necessarily divine because like I'm divine masculine, I'm determined, I'm you know whatever, but um, <laughs> it's because of they fear the wisdom and the power and the things that the females can do. How how do we address that fear? I don't know. Well, actually, I have a suggestion <laughs> through meditation. <laughs> meditation, I'm telling you, there's so much self-discovery that goes on in meditation. Um, there's a text that I'm reading on, well, listening to on my audiobooks, the Bhagavad Gita, and it's Hindu. It's a story of Arjuna and the great battle. Anyway, there they talk about knowing the self and understanding the self, which is interesting because I also study Buddhism as well. I am like non-denominational. I have equal opportunity to study everything. And it's not about the I. It's not about the self, right? So I just take, you know, from different things that I learned. But I do think it's important to understand who you are um, in order to better understand and move through the world because if I'm moving through the world and I have no idea who I am how am I going to know what I like what I don't like how how to treat people like it's all about understanding and awareness and being mindful things like that are so important for us to to be able to first tackle whatever issues because we have to figure out how to deal with what we're warring with within ourselves, right? And then to be able to sort of deal with what's going on outside of ourselves. Um, and this fight or this struggle that we're in right now on the earth plane with the genders is unfortunate. Because, yeah, I'm one of those people who think that would all be better off if we were just understood how important we both are and how we are equals, not one greater than the other. And I know many women and men, some men too, will argue that the men of the earth plane most definitely think that they're better. And then you have some women who definitely argue and say, no, we're better. And I'm in the middle saying we're both great and we're both necessary. We need to balance each other out. We cannot have one more important than the other. Because you can't have the divine feminine out there just flowing through life, being unpredictable, not having any structure. Where would we be if you don't have the divine masculine helping to guide that flow a little bit? Same thing. You can't have the divine masculine out here being like rules, knowledge, structure, power, strength. Build a wall. Tweet. Right. Without having that divine feminine saying, let's run on intuition. Let's have a little heart. Let's flow a little bit and see where it takes us. Yeah. Like, if we can't be so stringent. We have to have a healthy balance of the two. Like, we have to. And we ain't gonna... I just don't think we're gonna get anywhere without figuring out how to raise them both up equally because we're so lost. We've gone so far in one direction... That all we do now is bash, bash, bash each other and fight each other and, st and 
pull, push, pull instead of saying, wait a minute, let's just all stop and, and figure out how we can work together to make this place better, this universe that we live in better. That's, that's my stance on it, I guess. Ha! <laughs> what else you got? Well, <laughs> I don't know, because I thought you were going to say that's my lip service. Oh! Um, <laughs> I thought you had, how long is this? It's only, okay. Okay. Um, well, because we didn't really get into our differences or anything like that. and uh, Get into them. No, 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 it's fine. Chicken! I'm not a chicken. You want to go into that? I don't care. I'm always up for, I love a healthy debate, but I can't be, I can't promise you that I'm not going to say something that's going to get under, ruffle your feathers and no. that you're not going to know how to respond. <laughs> so you better guide it. I put divine feminine. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, let me see. You said meditation, so I'm not gonna answer that question. We should probably talk about meditation again. Let me think. All right. I got Starbucks, but I drank it. Mm -hmm. I'm so sick of her rubbing her coffee in my face. <laughs> no. All right. I've got a pee. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Get a question. Okay. Or do you want me to wrap it up after this question? Yes. Please. Okay. Okay. So with that, all that being said and that being your stance, um, right now you're in the room and it, you're in a room with the the manliest man and or the manliest woman and the, or the manliest woman. Just say the manliest person. The manliest person you've ever encountered. Look at me forcing you to not use gender roles. Right. <laughs> you. <laughs> Boo! I'm ridiculous. Okay. Go ahead. You are in the room with them pronouns, and they're very masculine, <laughs> them and they, and they are completely against what you're saying. They're saying you cannot realistically in this society function that way because we are no longer the society of the ancient. Function what way? Having the equal uh, feminine and masculine? Correct. Well, inside my head, I'm pretty sure I'll be saying, why are you talking to me, you fucking idiot? That's probably what would be going on in my head. Or, why don't you go meditate? That would be the nicer thing that would be said in my head. Go meditate on it. Go sit and figure your life out. Um, outwardly, you know, I would probably just say that I disagree. Um, because history repeats itself, baby. No, it does. I mean, if it's happened in the past, it can happen again. Maybe we just need to accelerate the process because I think we're in a time where people are being more awakened consciously and understanding on a conscious level or a subconscious level that things aren't right here and that we do need that balance. And I think that I would just say to them, I don't have all the answers because I don't. But think about how the world would be 
and I feel like I always say this, but if we got rid of labels, male, female, and we just started treating each other fairly, equally, humanely, is that a word? Humanly, humanely, humanely is a word, but yes, it is. Um, I don't think I would try and convince them. I think that I would suggest that they go meditate and try and tap into a higher consciousness because sometimes what you need will be revealed to you yourself. Like sometimes you don't need other people to try and tell you and convince you and argue with you about what's right and what's wrong because really who knows what's right or wrong. We're all just spirits in these bodies having human experiences from my perspective. And I don't even know what's right or wrong. I just know that I want all of us, whether you're man or woman, to treat each other fairly with equality. And that's really it. I mean, I don't think I want to convince people. I want them to seek knowledge and figure out what they can do to help progress us to a place where we are all equal. I guess that's my lip service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to convince people because I don't think I think it's futile. It's futile. No, I'm not here to convince anybody of anything, which is interesting. I want people to come to their own decisions and their own conclusions, but I do want to say things that spark curiosity, thought, even anger sometimes, because sometimes when you get angry, who are you really angry at? Are you really angry at yourself? Because, damn it, I don't have the answers. Damn it, she's bringing up something that is contrary to my belief, but it's making me think, and, and now I'm mad, but what? hopefully what it'll do is make that person go explore, research, meditate, and try and figure out why they're so mad. Because that's the Buddhism study in me. It's like, I don't have the power to make you mad, right? You control that. Yeah. So you're choosing to be upset. I've chosen to be upset quite a few times. <laughs> right. So the great thing that I've learned about meditation and awareness and mindfulness through Buddhism is that I control me and I can't allow other people's thoughts, opinions, actions to control me. I can only control my reactions. And if I'm getting so upset, it's me. And then I have to understand why I'm behaving that way. Why I'm upset now. And once I can understand and figure out why, why I'm behaving that way, I can work on bettering myself. And that applies even to the behaviors of humans, whether it's male bad behavior or female bad behavior. We've all got to figure out why we're behaving the way we're behaving. And ego. But that's a whole nother thing. It's all ego because it's supposed to be about divine feminine, divine masculine. We didn't cut. We still going though. Oh. Okay. I'm like, oh. I, told you, I thought we were. This is the after <laughs> show. But it's ego. And we got to stamp, stamp down ego. We've got to raise up the amazing feminine qualities that we all embody, mm -hmm. the amazing masculine qualities that we all embody, and figure out how to get them to work together, y'all. Let's work together. 
And that's her lip service. That's my lip service. Again. Times two.